Welcome to the heart of the Big Bend. It's time to kick back, put your feet up, grab your favorite beverage or snack as we discuss, declare, proclaim, publicize, and articulate about the wonders, magic, beauty, music, and happenings here in the area known as the Big Bend of Texas. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us again for Heart of the Big Bend. This is a podcast and radio show coming to you every other week about visiting the beautiful Big Bend of Texas. Specifically, we will cover what's happening in Alpine, an incredibly friendly small town nestled in a desert mountain valley at the heart of the Big Bend region. With easy day trips from Alpine, you can take in everything this amazing region has to offer. I'm Chris Ruggia, Director of Tourism for the City of Alpine, and today we're talking about the art scene in Alpine, and so I'm really happy to have with me two people who have done as much as anybody over the years to foster, I would say, the, the community of, uh, of uh, the arts in Alpine. So we have Jan Muller, who's the president of the Big Bend Arts Council and gallery director for Catchlight Art Gallery downtown. Hi, Jan. Hey, Chris. And we have Carol Fairley, who if there's anybody who has more <laughs> fingers in art buckets in, the, in Alpine, I don't know who it would be. Uh, so Carol Fairley is a founding member of the Big Bend Arts Council, and I think most prominently probably a professor of art at Sol Ross State University. I'd say that's almost the the backbone that goes through, other than your personal, obviously, practice <laughs> as a painter. Uh, but you have a lot of influence over, uh, over a lot of upcoming artists as they learn what they're doing. So anyway, welcome, Carol. Welcome, Jan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So... Uh, we were talking just before we started recording and and looking at kind of the region as a whole and agreed that I guess it's the it's the variety of landscapes in a lot of ways that draws artists to the region but the whole area not just Alpine is uh, has so much artistic and creative activity going you know on. I, I like to think of us as one big neighborhood for sure yeah you know uh, it it's you know, when, when I have tourists come into the gallery and they're talking about the area, I said, you know, it's 25 miles in every direction. We're all one big neighborhood. Most all the artists in the area know the other artists mm -hmm. in the area. We're friends with the artists in Marathon and Terlingua, Fort Davis, you know. Obviously all the Marfa, people. Yeah. Oh, Marfa, yes, of mm -hmm. course. Yeah, and so uh, really any of these places you can stop and assuming places are open depending on the time of day the day of the week uh but you'll find some interesting interesting things in any of these towns but obviously our focus today is alpine and you guys are both really active in kind of this pair of galleries right next to each other right in the middle of downtown alpine so that we'll we'll start talking about those so big bend arts council is a uh, the guiding force for for one of those galleries. So let's talk about the Arts Council. Like, when did when did that begin? Well, Big Ben Arts Council um, began in 2004. Okay. Um, that was when several of us got together. I think Debbie Allison, Carol, and myself, and a few others mm -hmm. in the area got together and decided that we needed a Arts Council to guide some of the um, art activity in the area. And it was set up pretty broadly when we started uh -huh. it. So it was set up as an umbrella group where it could it could house more than just visual arts, but performing right. arts as well. And uh, 
and and we took off pretty strongly. I think the gallery, what we've discovered, this is our third gallery. And, third uh, space. Third space. Yeah. And third iteration right. of a type yeah. of so gallery. how quickly from founding did you decide we need a gallery? I think that year. Yeah. We might and, have and had something over on 6th Street. We right had then. something on 6th Street. And when the gallery closed, but people weren't as interested in being a part of the Arts Council. Oh, they okay. liked the idea of having a venue they could show in and a group where we could meet. So... Um, yeah, just having artists together makes a difference. You know, it, yeah, it oh, yeah. really um, um, inspires others to do art. And we have encouraged a lot of artists that haven't ever shown their work mm-hmm. before to begin showing their work here. Yeah. So uh, the name of the gallery is Gallery on the Square, which is a holdover well, from the second location, <laughs> right? So the, yeah. the gallery's on Holland Avenue. That was it, that was in Town Square it before. It used to be in yeah. Old Town Square, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. But he kept the name, so we got we call it the Gotts Gallery, Gallery on That's the Square. That's kind of like Gotts Art. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a lot of artists represented in this space. Over 25 artists are Do you know, between both there. galleries, we have almost 50 artists. Because at any one time we have a, um, a arts council show going on right. also, and that brings in other artists that aren't necessarily member artists of Gallery I on see. the Square, but they can show their work for during that show and maybe the next show if they have something um, that fits whatever the theme is that we have of that show. Yeah, going on. and there's so there's a. a Let's then talk about Catchlight as well, and we'll bring these two together. So these are two galleries that are right next door to each other, and Catchlight is a smaller group but it's a co-op gallery as well yes um when we started catchlight that might have been in i don't know um 2009 right about Uh in that time frame um uh, the group of us that had gotten together decided that we might be able to do it as a co-op we went and visited a cooperative gallery up in um um up in oh gosh artesia Uh or um uh, somewhere up in, in New Mexico that they have an arts council that's pretty strong yeah. and um, and they shared with us a lot of their operations and how they worked that out. We got together, there were about 12 of us in, initially that got together and said, yeah, we can do this. And when it worked for a couple of years, we brought the Arts Council into that same kind of um, co-op oh, okay. um, organization because it does work out really well. Most of the um, sales go back to the artists, mm-hmm. with only twenty percent going toward the operation and um, you know rent and right. uh, overhead for the gallery itself. And so the, the artists, artists get eighty percent. So that helps keep the yes, overhead. Yes, we down. have no yeah. real employees. We have all volunteers. In fact, it's funny. Uh, Sundays uh-huh. we get tourists into town, and there's like everything's closed. And I go, well, that's because we don't have enough tourists to pay an employee. <laughs> Luckily, we don't get paid here, so we can <laughs> <Right>. stay open. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good thing to note when you're in Alpine on a Sunday, that, that Catchlight now has got Gallery on the Square open as well yes. on Sundays? Yes, and that's Mondays. A, oh, We're really? both open on Mondays. Okay. Yes. Well, and, so, and that's something nice to note, too, that when you come in to Catchlight, certainly, and often Gallery on the Square as well, you're going to meet one of the artists that are showing in the room and, and get a, that perspective. So that's a, a really great thing. Now, you guys, how frequently do you do do you change the shows? Because we, it's there's kind of a every artist has their own spot, but you also have ex, you know special exhibits at different times. Yeah, about every six to eight weeks, most okay. of the time we do. And we, when you do receptions, which of course the, there's a damper on that for a, you know 
obvious reasons, but you often will do them at the same time, right? So that there's a there's yes, kind of a, there's a nice flow between yeah. the galleries. And we were doing the uh, shows a little bit more frequently, and it was just, it was hard to put the show up, take the show down, and put it up again. And it was also just hard to produce work yeah. in a six-week period. So we try to advertise what the shows will be a year in advance uh -huh. and space them out. They're closer to eight weeks now, simply so that we have time in between. And uh, although we all work on hanging the shows, I think it's generally Jan and I doing them. Yeah. And Amanda, she's a gallery director for... Yeah, um, let's celebrate Amanda Calhoun for yes. a second. Oh, yeah. yes. She's an amazing yes. artist. She and really she's, um, she's great at organizing, and she's a real people person, too, yeah. so that makes it Yeah, and so great. she's direct... Did you say she's She's director of Gallery Gosh. of the yeah. Square. Yeah. 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 And that's fairly new for her. Yes, yeah. yes. Jim Seneff was our uh, gallery director, and before him, Janet Stewart was. So gotcha. we've, we kind of tried to rotate some. It, it does seem to be an obligation that lasts for years. <laughs> yeah. But um, what we try to um, now parse out a lot of their um, duties so right. that it's not as Yeah, not as uh, onerous on one person. Exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, so when you're going down Holland Avenue, you have these two galleries right next to each other, but there are a few others around town, so we want to kind of highlight and celebrate some of these other spaces. So sure. right around the corner on 6th Street is Nancy Whitlock's yes. uh, gallery. And she does absolutely beautiful pastels, and they're uh, of the area. Yeah, usually landscapes, pretty large yeah, for a and, pastel. And some she of these has very a big, big video a screen that mm -hmm. shows some of the hikes and areas she goes off into to be able to pull her, her inspiration yeah. and her imagery from. So her gallery is wonderful. Yeah, and then uh, across the railroad tracks on Murphy Street, on Murphy Tom Street. Curry has a an interesting space that he and his wife Susan run. And so Tom, if... Uh, he was nationally published magazine illustrator. That exactly. was kind of his early art career. And uh, and since then, well, he was a builder with Paper Creep for a while. So he has a kind of a sideline in sculpture now. And his gallery is yeah. made from the Paper yeah. Creep. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he built, designed and built the building that you're, you're looking at his work in. And he's uh, also a cartoonist, political cartoonist. So uh, mm -hmm. I believe he's just... Working, he's at least working on a book if it's not available oh, yet. Okay. Uh, and that may be his more than one. I think he already had another, but I could be wrong. He did anyway, have a St. Yeah. Patrick's Day um, children's book out at one time. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. several children's books, actually, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, he published. So he, this is somebody who's had a, a long and varied, varied artistic career. life, and, mm -hmm. and you can kind of get. And he plays music as that. well. That's right, he does. <laughs> Well, and speaking of music, you also uh, host the World Music Show on Marfa Public Radio. Yes, so a uh, lot of our. I think it's my seventeenth year yeah, doing that radio show. A lot so. of our visual artists have the. You know, I, I wanted side. to mention also we have a huge group of ceramicists in in the area, and uh, I was thinking Pauline Hernandez has oh, yeah. off the wheel. Uh, Pottery studio. It's, That's true. It's irregular hours. I well, would say. it's not really yeah. open to the public. It's really a producing studio. Yeah. But she's over there, and she'll always open the door if she's there. But then I know uh, Judy Freeman has a studio. Mm -hmm. Janet Stewart has a studio. John Davis. And, and yeah, John Davis. John uh, Davis has mm -hmm. a studio. Well, and, Amanda Calhoun has a studio. And Greg Teagarden is yeah. teaching at Sol Ross with you in the ceramics. Yes. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of of 
ceramics being produced in the area and and they're a tight knit group. So yeah. they're kind of it's a and that's it is a real too, strong gallery group. on the square has a, a yearly ceramic yearly show Clayworks. Yeah, Clayworks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a cup invitational too where they invite people from around the country to uh submit cups. Yeah, and so then just uh to to call back, I want to just uh, shout out to Jim Bob Salazar, who's no longer in Alpine, and also Mimi and Robert Dobson. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, rest in peace, Mimi. Yes. Uh, and so uh, that's some of the galleries. There's also uh, jewelry that oh, David yes. and Susanna Busey have, mm-hmm. La Azteca, which is right next to and part of the, the space of vintage antiques and snazzy things. It's a, on the same block, I think. As, uh, yeah, as gallery on the square. And they're and also open on down. Sundays. So, you know, it's our three little galleries open on Sundays, yeah. which is fun. And so then we branch out through the rest of the town. And uh, one of the larger spaces for looking at art is Museum of the Big Bend up on Solros campus. And that's something they'll do, I believe, four major exhibits each year. Uh, they're about to do one that is satellite photography uh, of the Texas landscape that will open in January, and then there's a a painting. Uh, boy, look at the museum's website, museumofthebigbend.com. <laughs> I was just looking at it, but they uh, there's that's a really nice place to look at work, and they bring in stuff that has a it usually has some kind of Big Bend focus, but it's work that we don't otherwise get to see. So that's a real resource. And that upcoming show, the one with the satellite mm-hmm. uh, photographs of the area, will also incorporate one of the artists in the area, her um, artwork of those land um, landmarks ah, okay. in the in the satellite imagery, so that you can um, identify the satellite image with the painting. Excellent. Well, that will be an interesting show. And then while we're on campus, we also have the art building has a gallery as well. So at any time during during business hours during the day, I yeah. believe it closes at it, 5. It's 8 to right? 5, yeah. Yeah, and so there's usually a student show, but sometimes a visiting artist. Yeah, we switch it around. Uh, we have visiting artists. I know every uh, beginning of the year, in uh, January, February, we always have a uh, guest ceramicist. We're having uh, Randy Brodnicks in this Great. year, uh, who's just a wonderful ceramicist. And uh, and then the students get to have their uh, one-person show as their Bachelor of Fine Arts yeah. degree show. So we always have the students in there, and we have uh, an annual student juried show as well sometimes the instructors have yeah a show. sometimes the instructors have shows yeah. i mean we i've brought in professors from other universities we had uh kyle chapeau uh who's a professor of printmaking at baylor in uh-huh. uh with a wonderful uh woodcut and lithography show last semester um, well, and then uh, the couple other spaces that come to mind are the hospital, actually. Big Bend Regional often has artwork in their hallways, and the library, public library, has a space that they've dedicated mm-hmm. along a hallway. Uh, and West Texas National Bank as yes, well. That's right. They uh, they usually have easels up in mm-hmm. the lobby, and there's one wall that I think that there's been a Wayne Bay's photography yes. exhibit for quite some time. So there's a lot of various spaces around Alpine where you can uh, you can see artwork and then I we did a whole episode about this but obviously there's the mural activity in downtown that's been pretty amazing and Carol you've been involved uh, mainly through the Solros Art Club 
with several uh, over the years. Yes. I mean, a sizable handful of murals, but they aren't all still around. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we we lost the uh, the one down at the swimming pool got yeah. painted over, and we lost the one that was at the old library. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we still have the one. Art Club did down at the Trans-Pecos parking lot. Mm -hmm. and That's we finished... along the alleyway. So for folks who yes. don't know, there's the in the alley between uh, 5th and 6th Streets and between Holland Avenue and Avenue E, there's been a lot of mural activity with a lot of different artists. And the Solros Art Club did a, a wall that kind of wraps around actually where the dumpsters are and, uh, and beautifies that area. And that is a interesting landscape that evokes kind of the tom lee wpa yes, exactly. time period with little jerry bywaters thrown in it looks like to me with that agave yeah, you've got it you <laughs> nailed it on the head yeah but uh but yeah that was a really nice project for the art club and uh, also the yeah. art club did the one out in the soccer field at, uh right behind the station the water here. tank Oh, right. that Amanda Calhoun once again designed an design art club for. painted that yes. is a really colorful and and lively and then know, they image. they've just finished the one up uh the background for the one that's up on campus and they're getting ready to do the second half of that uh come january yeah and so that one is a, a brand new initiative that is a, a hispanic heritage primarily i believe so it, it tell us a little bit about this one it's 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 at the Gallego Center, between the Gallego Center yes. and the uh, and the gym. And it started off as a Hispanic heritage, but uh, it kind of morphed into, you know, living, a, living your dream with an education and what an education can do to help you fulfill lifetime goals. And okay. so uh, we've chosen portraits of different people who've had an impact on the community, who have an impact on the campus, or who have an impact in the state of Texas, even. And uh, so we're looking to expand that. We had nominations that came in, so I think we have nine new portraits we're going to put up All on right. the wall. And uh, I'm going to be a little more specific with the... Uh, I actually do the design work mm -hmm. uh, on on the mural, and then the students uh, just paint it in. Yeah. And so it's kind of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, yeah, that that ties into a whole other thing where we're looking at yeah. some walking tour, mobile apps and things like that. And so the Visit Alpine, which I'm working with, is partnering with Sol Ross on a longer term project with that mural is, is kind of a, a central point. Yes. Uh, and then and then linking it into the walking tours of downtown and the mm -hmm. mural. To, and I will say one thing that I, I love about Alpine is that and and all the communities but we really do work together and it's kind of fun to have this networking that that is always bouncing around but it's you know the city and the downtown association and the, and the university and the local artists and the Absolutely. visiting artists and we have to mention something about the Texas Commission on the Arts oh, because yes. they yeah. do have um, us listed we're designated as an arts uh, community here and um, that is a it's a big thing because yeah. the application to get that done um, uh, was quite um, uh, intensive and we were approved as a, um, a as a district and so this is something that's kind district. of interesting about Alpine that uh -huh. uh, a larger city might select you know here's this area of town that's going to be the cultural art district where Alpine 
it's most of town. It turns out certainly all of downtown is uh, was identified as part oh, of this and then cultural of course, arts district. Coconut, because we have the, uh, you know, theater of the Big Bend, and, and then we have the Museum of the Big Bend. So we did yeah. really it encompass really the, most of most of and the we've city. adjusted yeah. it each year as oh, we okay. review it. Each year we adjust the limits of mm-hmm. where the arts mostly are going, and it turned out to be Coconut. That's Park. a coconut park, yeah. Park. yeah. And then uh, the university, and then um, Holland Avenue to include Murphy Street up Wonderful. around in there. So. Yeah, and so if anyone's interested in, in exploring some of the locations that we've talked about, but you're not sure exactly where they are, you can always stop in at the Alpine Visitor Center, the walking yeah. tours that we talked about. There's a historic and mural walking tours right now that you can pick up uh maps at the visitor center we're working on a mobile app and so we're going to be revising those brochures uh, combining the murals and the history and there's also an hispanic heritage side of that that we're really excited about uh, exploring uh, and getting the uh, the information together about that working with alpine historical association as well on that information so lots of things going on but for if you want to know what's happening right now yeah the visitor center is a great stop is there anything else off the top of your heads that you want to share about Alpine You can Arts always scene? go to the website for the Big Bend Arts Council, bigbendartscouncil.org, yeah. and we always have what our current show is and the upcoming shows there. And if anyone wants to be more involved in the arts, they can join and be a member. You know, I would also say some of the – they're not really outreach programs. They're just programs. We have a uh, monthly critique group ah. that's open to anyone, meets at the Visitor's Center, uh-huh. uh, second Wednesday of the month at 11 in the uh, morning. So you can we share have, your own work in progress Yeah, and with ask the questions yeah. and, you know, how do I fix this or what do you think of this or, you know, I'm really excited about what I just did. What do you think? And then we have uh, the plain air painting group that meets once a month and goes out on location and paints, and they're a, they're a fun fun group. And then we have the Quarantini painters, and they uh, pull a, a title out of the hat once a week and post it online, and then everyone uh, takes that subject and runs with it. And you basically have to take a photograph at 15 minutes at one hour and be finished in two hours. Oh, wow. So it pushes your your ability to start and finish something right. as a study quickly. And so that sounds like it started during the pandemic. Oh, it did. <laughs> In fact, it, it started when we were all on lockdown as a cell phone group. And uh, one of the painters complained that it was when she usually came in and sat down and had a martini, hence the <laughs> name Quarantini. So... So, uh, and is that, is, are those shared anywhere? Is that something that's it's, just sort of within the group? Or there's that, a Facebook page. There's a okay, Facebook great. page, and uh, Deborah Allison, who's out in Santa Fe, and, and Rachel Bounds, who's also in Santa Fe, usually join the group and paint with us. Uh, we've had people in Carolina painting oh, with us. And, Alice, Alice Lee. Oh, well, Alice Lee oh, lives yeah. up, up. Uh, yeah, she's one of the founding members of yes. that group. She's the she's the martini one. Well, we've uh, really enjoyed seeing her secrets. work at Trappings of Texas. Oh, yeah. Years. Alice yeah. is great. And because she's a rancher, um, a lot of her imagery, you know, when we do winter or we do wisdom, odd titles, it will always for her tie back into her ranch, yeah. so it's wonderful. So where uh, you search the Quarantini Painters on Facebook, and yeah, you can find that group? Exactly. Yeah, it's the Quarantini Painters. It's worth looking at. And, and if anybody is not paintings. in the area but wants to 
you know, com- share in their yeah, own work. Anyone, anyone, yeah, anyone can post. Well, I think we're about out of time, but thanks both of you so much for uh, for joining me today. Well, thank you, well, thank you Chris. This, this yeah, is fun. Really appreciate it. So um, <clears throat> you can get more information about uh, Heart of the Big Bend at visitalpinetx.com slash podcast or search for Heart of the Big Ben on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other podcast apps. You can listen to the previous episodes that we talked about, the Alpine Murals. Uh, There's uh, at least a dozen episodes now. They're on a lot of different topics. Uh, And we will see you all or hear you all. You'll hear us anyway in two weeks. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. You've been listening to The Heart of the Big Bend. Hope you liked what you heard and that you'll find the time to experience all that the Big Bend has to offer. See you soon, partner.